Welcome to Authentically Me. This is your host, Megan Sines. My purpose is to bring you real, raw, and honest conversations to help uncover the vulnerability in all of you. New episodes every Monday, so leave the judgment at the door because it's time to get authentic. Today, I am ditching the outline and we are going to talk as friends. So let's spill some tea. No one tells you that making friends when you're an adult is hard. It is the most awkward thing ever. As we become adults and get caught in the chaos of everything else that comes along with time management, it makes it really hard to nurture the relationships we have. Friendships are very crucial to our well-being though. Our bodies have always known that we need a community in order to feel whole and just be around a spouse slash partner. For example, they only surface one side of ourselves. So maybe the part of you that likes to garden or do yoga will begin to wither away if your partner, for example, doesn't like those activities. But then when you're around a friend, you can garden and do yoga and feel your entire identity unfold and fan out and express full richness and complexity in who you are, that you have an entire community to bring that out in you. So this is one of the reasons friendships is important, but I think there's two reasons why we really tend to devalue it. So one reason is because we just don't know how to make friends. So luckily, I'm going to help you with that. But another reason has to do with something called the paradox of people. On one hand, we need people. They make us feel healthy and connected. But on the other hand, people are really scary. They can dismiss us. They can reject us. They can actively harm us. So this sort of dilemma that we face, this entity that we need the most, is also the one that can harm us the most. And how we walk across this tightrope handling this paradox of people says a lot about our ability to make and keep friends because if we find ourselves in the place where we mistrust people where we see them as potentially rejecting us then it's really hard to foster a connection this happened to me when i moved to spain i was super scared of being rejected because for one i didn't speak their language or at least not super fluently And for two, I'm in a foreign country where the rules and customs are completely different than how I was raised, and I don't want to be seen as rude. So I actually almost missed my bachata class because I was so scared of what everyone else would think of me, but it ended up being really fun. Some observations I have found along the years are that friendship does not happen organically in adulthood. So one study found that people who think it happens based on luck are actually lonelier five years later, whereas people who see it as happening based on effort are less lonely five years later. The second observation is something called the liking gap, which is a phenomenon where in strangers interact and predict how likely the other person is to like them. They underestimate how much the other person likes them. So this study actually shows that we are least likely to be rejected than we think. So here are two takeaways from what we can do to make and keep friends. If you want to make friends, you have to assume people like you. 
So the reason is when researchers told people that they were going to go into a room based off of their profile, they will be liked. This was a total lie. But they found when people went into this room of people, they became warmer, more open and friendlier because they made this assumption like these people are already going to like me in this room. So like I don't need to be nervous about anything. So indeed, it became this like self-fulfilling prophecy called the acceptance prophecy that when we assume we will be liked, then we make it more likely to actually be liked. Whereas other research finds that people that tend to assume that they are rejected, even when the circumstance is ambiguous, like maybe your friend is just hungry or something rather than like they don't hate you, but you think that. So there's people that go straight to like, maybe they just don't like me. They actually become cold and withdrawn and they reject people and then they get rejected. So another thing is you need to overcome copert avoidance, which is our tendency to show up around other people physically, but check out mentally. And we do this all the time when you're hanging out and you're on your phone or you're just standing somewhere hoping someone will talk to you. So to make friends, you have to overcome copert avoidance by not just showing up, but you also have to engage with people. So some ways to make friends that have helped me, and I'm hoping they'll help you as well, get out of your house or your apartment. It's scary, but go for a coffee or a tea or take yourself on a date. Just get out of the house and there's people everywhere. I once heard a quote before and it sounded something like, we're lonely, but we don't even know our neighbors or the person sitting next to us on a plane or the person sitting next to us on a bus. So like, how can we say we're lonely. And it's really true. Like we go places every day and we really don't have a reason to be lonely. We need to learn ourselves and we need to be open to learning other people. Also having a job helps. And that's how I used to make all of my friends. But when you're a business owner, that's a little harder since it's usually like your team and you. So that was kind of a struggle for me. And I think that's what I'm transitioning into and what I'm really struggling with recently. But I've just started going to places frequently like where I most likely meet like-minded women. So yoga, vintage stores, coffee shops, bookstores, community circles, or even a park. So in Spain, I literally explored like I was a two-year-old kid seeing the world for the first time. I went to every grocery store, down every aisle. I signed up for a bunch of classes. And in Hawaii, I'm doing the same thing. So I'm finding groups that fit my interest attending yoga classes. I've joined multiple soccer leagues. There's so many Facebook groups that you can join as well. There's also an app called Meetup that I'm on, and I'm pretty sure they have it everywhere now that I'm in the States. I'm pretty sure it's everywhere here, but you'd have to double check. There's also so many, like there's so many things that I had no idea about. Like honestly, Facebook has a variety of different groups for everything. There's one on there's like a girlfriend's group, a regular one, and there's an unfiltered one and like multiple other things like small business groups, community healing groups, etc. Like there's literally everything for everyone, probably on a group on Facebook. If you would just search that, then you would know. I also feel like right now I'm not really open to receiving new friends. So I would definitely recommend doing like a mindset check to make sure like you're even open in this area to receiving those people because I'm not really sure what happened but 
it's just like not clicking. Like, do you ever just reach a stage in your life where you're like, I want to be selective on who comes into my life? Like, this should have been taught to us in middle school, but we don't learn this until our late 20s or even 40s. And I had an amazing group of friends in Spain and in the States. So I just feel like I'm in acceptance with like not having friends physically with me, but at a distance. This does take effort on planning FaceTimes and stuff like that, but it's definitely worth it and very rewarding. I would also recommend practicing your energy. So we attract the energy we put out, which is what I was just saying. If I'm not open to receiving friends, then like everyone I meet, I'm probably not going to really vibe with right now. And that's kind of where it came from. I just sat down and was like, hey, like what's going on? I'm not really vibing with people right now. Like I need to check in with myself. One way to do this is to compliment others how you compliment yourself. So compliments are the easiest way to start conversations where it's not awkward. So stay after class or after events or go early to them, but walk up to a group of women or just one woman and say stuff like, I love your hair. Where did you get it done? Like, I just moved here and I'm new to the city and boom, conversation starter. Or ask the instructor of the class you're going to like, hey, I just moved here. I was wondering if you knew any women that maybe wanted to go out and get drinks after class. Easy. And I know it sounds like nerve wracking, but I promise you it gets easier the more you do it. And people are really friendly. Like you will find that they are very friendly. I also think the views that society has on platonic friendships, like relationships and just in general are very fascinating to me. Like it's not okay to treat our friends or how we treat our partners or spouses. And yes, this is true. Like your partner should come first, but it also is okay to buy your friends flowers or to bring them coffee. There's a certain thing that to build this is a beautiful connection. And I really learned this when I went to a woman's retreat and also at my last job when I built this amazing relationship with my coworker and really good friend now. So to be around an empowered woman, to lift up other women is so beautiful and like nothing else. Everyone deserves to have that. Our personalities are fundamentally a reflection of our experiences of connection or disconnection. So in some ways, our personalities are coping mechanisms from our experience of connection or disconnection that we receive. So whether you are friendly, open, warm, trusting, aggressive, or even violent, all of this is predicted by what your history of connection or lack thereof looked like. So who we are really affects how we connect. And these people that have that healthy history of relationships, it allows them to have a certain set of beliefs that help them facilitate those healthy relationships. And as you might know, based on my other episodes, this is secure attachment, and we can all get there by rewiring our brain. If I've learned anything with making friends, it's the importance of why we all face this paradox of people, why we all face this dilemma that if we want to make friends, if we want to connect with people, we have to be able to live away from the part of ourselves that is fearful that is mistrustful and turn towards the part of ourself that simply wants to love and connect with people and can like readily engage ourselves in these new connections with optimism and with hope. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you make all of the friends and have the greatest supportive community ever. And don't worry, I'm always here as one of your friends. You can always reach me on Instagram, just send me a DM 
message me on Facebook, do whatever, but you're never alone. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to always create a safe space to be vulnerable in. And if you benefited from this episode in any way, the best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team. Or even better, drop me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, I love being a resource to you on Instagram at HealWithMegan. I can't wait to share space with you all again next week. Sending you all love and healing.